Eat that box in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Forever waiting for someone to like us. Bitches love record players. Okay, don't swallow it, that's gross. Hello, my little sex kittens. This is Raven, and welcome to Raven After Dark. Meow, bitches. What the fuck is up? It is another Titty Tuesday, and it is the one and only little lady. Just kidding. I'm not little. The only thing little about me is probably my boobs. You know, I saw this thing online the other day of I would never get breast implants, and honestly, I love having small boobs. I feel like I've talked about this before. I never wear a bra. I actually wore a bra for the first time to Thanksgiving in like two years, and then Tika and I, she got a new low-cut top. And the other day I was like, hey, do you have a bra I can wear? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, I got this low-cut top, and I want to see what it looks like when I have a bra on. I think my boobs will look banging. And she was not wrong, let me tell you. She got a nice set of titties on her. But it is the one and only Queen Raven. What is up, everybody? How are we doing? Sorry about last week. Uh, life just got a little crazy. Josh came and stayed with me, and we were going to do a podcast episode And we were both just chilling, just enjoying each other's vibes and smoked a bunch of weed, ate a bunch of snacks and just never got around to it. So he'll be back. You know, he always comes back. You know that, Joshua. But man, it's it's December. It's crazy. It's absolutely insane. It is the Christmas season. Who's ready for Christmas? Not me. I don't feel like I've ever been good at Christmas. My one friend, she freaking has all of her Christmas shopping done like months beforehand and I'm I'm gonna make gifts for everybody so that's that's kind of like the double-edged sword of making gifts you're like okay I'm gonna make gifts it's gonna be cute it's gonna be personal and it's gonna probably hopefully cost less than like going out and buying people gifts what really happens is then you've got to set up a time to actually make the shit and actually do the damn thing so this weekend, this weekend's actually, well, Monday is Tika's, Tuesday's Tika's birthday, so I think we're doing something. But yeah, I'll figure it out. I still got time. You know, the holidays are, <laughs> the holidays are the one time that I wish I had a spouse so I could get out of my family functions. My, <laughs> my cousin and I have been talking about, honestly, for the past couple years, because she's in a super serious relationship and I'm just alone forever, which honestly, I'm totally fine with. But when do we get to the age when we don't have to go to our family holiday functions and we can start having our own things that we do for the holidays and our own traditions that we start? You know, I mean, nobody in my direct family, I'm the oldest, has children. None of us want kids. My mom's pretty sad about that. But, you know, like just because you don't have kids doesn't mean that you have to go to all. And my family, God bless them. But they're on the other side of town. It is a solid 45 to 50 minutes one way, not counting traffic to get to my parents. I'm like, God damn, gas is expensive right now. It's like two hours. I could drive up to Flagstaff, halfway to Flagstaff, get to Sunset Point, you know, from that. So it's just it's just figuring it out and becoming an adult and you know, deciding what, what you're going to do for the holidays. And honestly, sometimes it's a hard conversation to have and to be like, I'm not going personally. I haven't had it yet. <laughs> Cause I keep sh- 
showing up to the functions. But I mean, I have a good time. I love my family. They're just crazy. Um, I went over to my parents' house to celebrate my dad's birthday this past weekend. And my parentals did not tell me that the neighbors were coming over. And I went over in sweats and a crop jacket and a beanie with no makeup on. And I'd only been up for two hours because I was up until like five o'clock, five thirty in the morning and slept until two thirty. I planned it. Thank you very much. Um, and I walk into my parents' house and I hear all these voices and then I come around to their kitchen and there's all these people standing in my kitchen that I don't recognize. And for half of a half of a heartbeat, it was like, am I in the right house? Like I just walked in, but I knew I was in the right house. My, it was definitely my parents' house. And then my mom walked in and I hugged her and I was like, who are all these people in our house? She's like, oh, these are the neighbors. Your father didn't tell you. And I was like, no. Dad didn't tell me anything. He just said, be here at five. I wouldn't have dressed like a boy. Honestly, I would have still dressed the same. I just would have put on lashes and used eye drops because <laughs> I walked in and I was like, hi, I'm Raven, the burnout daughter. I'm here for snacks and the dogs. My parents just got this new puppy. Oh, her name's Hildy. She's a XL Pitbull. So stinking cute. But family, man, they're crazy. And the holidays are just a weird time, especially when you're adult. I mean... Do you remember when you were a kid and Christmas used to feel so magical? It was literally like there was something in the air. Like the air was lighter and crisper. You know, it's cold outside. And my mom has always burned the apple cinnamon glade plugins. And we used to get the gold candy gold canyon candles because they'd have like the different things at schools or whatever and there's this fucking wreath one and an apple one and a vanilla one and like our house was the best the best smelling fucking house on the whole block like oh my god I loved it so just that smell my mom had this potpourri that she used to burn on this or not burn but like heat on the stove you know you wouldn't want to burn it that would not smell good but like a clove cinnamon nutmeg just like really warm smells that's what I love and you know I have Glade plug-ins but all of the air fresheners in them are dead <laughs> which fun fact that's fire hazard so <laughs> unplug those bitches go buy some new Glade plug-ins but the holidays are weird as an adult man it's stressful you got to work you got to pay bills my job has had Christmas for three months now, probably. And we're actually getting to the end of our Christmas stuff and moving on to the spring stuff, which is just insane. So it's just a, it's a weird time to be a person. It's a weird time to be an adult. I want you to stop and think, just like take a moment, take a deep breath. Let's pause. When did Christmas stop feeling like Christmas to you? Like, when was the magic lost? Was it when you found found out about Santa Claus? I remember I found out about Santa Claus because one year we had a poppin' Christmas. We got, like, a basketball hoop, a pogo sticks, stilts, all this cool shit for outside. And I remember a couple weeks later, a week or two later, I went into the garage and found the boxes for all of our outdoor pogo sticks and stilts, which honestly, if you've never tried stilts, freaking sick. And a pogo stick, scary, 
also sick. <laughs> Why is my knees and back back so fucked up, you ask? Because we had a trampoline, pogo stick, and stilts, and we were falling off those bitches all the time. We actually had a net on our trampoline, and I remember as kids, we were like, Mom, no, that's lame. If we didn't have that net, somebody would have died. It turned into a fucking cage match in there, man. We got intense. This one time we put tennis, all the dog balls we had, or tennis balls for the dogs on there, my mom came out and was so mad at us. And of course, we're like falling and stepping on them and rolling and landing on our back. Ridiculousness. But <laughs> that was how I, that was when Christmas was ruined for me. And then like the little asshole that I am, I ran to my middle brother and I was like, hey, Santa's not real. I just found this in the garage like a fucking asshole. And I fucking ruined Santa for that guy. And honestly, I felt really bad and still feel really bad about that to this day. But I don't know if that was necessarily when Christmas stopped feeling like Christmas for me, per se. I would say the biggest thing that broke me is I think it was sophomore or junior year of high school. And all through high school until this time didn't have a phone. I had a phone that my parents bought for my brother and I to share. I essentially used it and I could only use it like when I got home from school or like when I went to a friend's house or did something. Um, and anytime I called it my phone, my parents would correct me. They'd be like, it's our phone that you're using. They did the same shit with my car. Just because you bought it, I'm paying insurance on it. <laughs> Anytime I'd say my car, they'd be like, oh, you mean our car that you're borrowing? I'm like, I get it. Okay, it's your car. Anyways, this fucking Christmas, all I wanted was a fucking phone. I would have given my left boob, which at that time was literally nothing. Um, I would have given my left boob for a phone. And I remember asking my mom about it. And she like hinted at it and then Christmas morning came and I opened up all my gifts and guess what I didn't get? A phone. And then when I said something to mom about it, she laughed. She was like, oh, you're not getting that. Yeah. So that broke me. That was the straw <laughs> on the horse's back that just kind of really killed Christmas for me. And I guess thinking about it, that would have been the same time that I would have started working roughly. I mean, I think I actually started working my sophomore year. So whatever it was. Um, yeah, it really sucked. And it really, you know, like in the Grinch, where are you Christmas? Why can't I find you? Yeah, I've, I've cried to that song a couple times. I'm not going to lie. I've shed some tears. It's uh, it's definitely happened. But, you know, sometimes you just got to cry about Christmas. And it's hard being an adult, especially when you get older and you have to get gifts for people. And I think that's something, too, that, like, we shouldn't feel obligated to buy people gifts. And I've gotten to a point with my best friend where we decided we we're going to do experiences so we actually went and got our auras read last week for my other podcast I have called the witch's tits where we talk about the little witchiness stuff in our lives pretty great my bestie Jolene it's a good fucking time but we went and got our auras read and that was really cool and then 
went and tried to get Nami, which is a vegan ice cream, and that bitch is allergic to coconut, and I always fucking forget. And I'm always like, oh my god, try this, because I just share my food. And I have almost given her diarrhea multiple times. So that happened. I ate two Namis, and it was awesome. But, you know, don't feel obligated to get people things. Honestly, I think this is going to sound kind of lame, but I really don't think it's lame. If you were to write somebody a letter or a note or just write somebody something, and maybe I'm a sucker and such a good gift is a picture, a picture with you and whoever, or maybe it's just you, just you, like you give it to your parents and a friend that says best kid ever. A picture is so sentimental, especially when it's with someone you love and you had a really good time, or maybe it was a really shitty time and that's why you're giving the picture. You're like, hey, remember we had this bad time? It was, it's funny now, but we were upset about it. You know, pictures are good. And I think writing somebody a letter or a note, just telling them how much they, you appreciate them and they mean to you and you love them would be a very genuine, totally free just gotta get paper and pen which everybody probably has laying around and very thoughtful gift because it's something that's so simple and we don't do anymore like when's the last time you wrote a letter or even wrote something down that wasn't your name or filling out paperwork I swear there's times when I start to write something and my hand starts cramping up I'm like Jesus Christ when was the last time I actually used my hand to write something and again not just fill out paperwork so don't feel stressed with presents. Don't feel stressed to do that because Christmas isn't about the presents. It's all about the vibe and the feeling that you get from Christmas, the warm and fuzzy feeling inside and good tidings to men and women. I don't know why it's not women as well, but it's almost 2023. Yeesh. But imagine just for a second, take a deep breath. Can you hear that I'm congested? God, I've had this cold for a month now. I just got on a second round of antibiotics. But let's stop for a moment and think, what would the world be like if we were to carry the warm and fuzzy feeling of Christmas with us all year round? Because I think that's what that's what really like slaps about Christmas time is that warm, fuzzy feeling for whatever reason. I mean, the holidays thanksgiving christmas new year's you're with your family they bring people together it's cold um it just makes people more compassionate more empathic more willing to do things for their fellow man woman person individuals that are around them um so i'm gonna challenge you guys to let's try and keep that warm and fuzzy Christmasness inside of us. Let's try and keep that throughout the whole year. And you may say, Raven, what do you mean? Well, I'm essentially talking about random acts of kindness. Doing something simple, such as holding open a door, paying for someone's food behind you through the drive-thru, giving someone a genuine compliment, writing them a note, sending them a thinking of you text message of like, hey, just hope you're saying, hope you're doing good. Saw something that made me think of you or just telling somebody that you love their butt. Um, doing an extra chore for your parents or your roommate, just doing something nice around the house. Maybe your roommate struggles with cleaning their room. So you decided to clean their room for them and help them out with that. And then they come home from a stressful day at work and their room's clean. And it's like, you're welcome. All your dirty shit's in the corner. I didn't know it was dirty and clean. So just got to wash it all. But I think we need to try to be more empathetic and understanding in this year going forward. And, you know, to carry that warm, fuzzy feeling inside of you, 
do something for yourself. Because if you don't feel right and you don't feel good, then you can't spread those good feelings to somebody else and to the people around you. So maybe you go out and masturbate. I got a new vibrator finally. And I was just in a really, I was in a funk last week. I was in a bad funk. I'm going to start my period any day now. And I'm not doing like a, oh, you know, blah, 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 my period. It's like a pre-period, like my hormones are all fucked up. So I was just super sad and angry and just like, and I masturbated a bunch. I masturbated like five times in two days, like five times between two days. And I was, I just wasn't, it definitely helped, but I I just need to do it more. I need to be more consistent with it. And I actually haven't masturbated since last week. So after I finish this, you best believe I'm going to go and masturbate. (laughs) But it's important to take time for yourself and to take time to appreciate the hard work that you've done all throughout this year and all the goals and accomplishments that you've had and just to remind yourself that you're awesome and you're a bad bitch. The best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. So to spread that Christmas cheer for everybody can hear, go masturbate, go touch yourself, touch your boobs, buy yourself a new outfit, take yourself out to eat, do an extra rep at the gym, you know, just something to spread the good Christmas vibe. Oh my gosh. Okay. I just want to talk about this real quick. Go off on a little side tangent in the Christmas thing. I have not listened to Christmas music at all this year. We had this, (laughs) we do this thing at my work where companies can come in before we open to shop and people were all dressed up as like elves and Santa and a reindeer and shit. And they were playing Christmas music. One, I fucking hate any new age Christmas music. I want Bing Crosby, I want old, old timey hearing the crackle and the pop of the record. Like, I just, I don't like new age except for Michael Blue Blay. I like his album and Reba Trans-Siberian, Trans-Siberian Orchestra. They slap. I haven't listened to them at all this year, but Christmas music, I love it. As a singer, it's a lot of the songs are in my range so I can fucking, well, I mean, I used to, I don't know. I've been so my throat and sickness this past year has been so down with the sickness, <laughs> so up and down. Um, but have you ever thought about how fucking creepy Chris's music is? If I were to write a scary movie or if I were to ever become a serial killer to not sound as weird, we're going to say a scary movie, <laughs> it would be during Christmas time and I would pick like uh hmm maybe I'll be home for Christmas or silent night or like jingle bells and you slow it down you make it like a half speed so it's slower and I have this whole vision in my head and it would be like a (laughs) oh my god I need to go back to therapy it would essentially be like an axe murderer murdering people to Christmas music that's run at a half speed on a record player. And it would open up to like the, I'll be home for Christmas. And it'll like echo moss. And then it'll fade out to a dude standing outside of someone's house. We're going to say like a cabin in the woods because why not? And as it slowly, like you like, or no, it starts as a window and you see a family like in their chilling, being happy, having dinner or whatever. And then you hear the music playing. It's all slow and shit. And then it slowly backs out and there's snow falling or falling on the ground. And then you see like a shoulder and then it keeps going and you see a head and a shoulder and arms. And then as it slowly pans out, you see it's a person 
Maybe I'd even make it a female killer. Ooh, plot twist. A person standing with an axe in their hand. That would be the opening scene or like the trailers. And I just think Christmas music is so creepy. Like, have you ever listened to Christmas music late at night driving home? Or like the the hark of the bells, it's like we're not gonna go to that high note (laughs) but that shit's scary and like the old Bing Crosby and fucking all that shit like Nat King Cole I think that's who it is I might be bullshitting right there I apologize if I am that name just popped into my head it's it's scary um so yeah that's what i would ever that's what i would do for a scary movie it'd be an axe murder or if i were ever to kill people it'd be during christmas time but you know it's so hard to kill and that's just i have no desire to kill people no desire at all i'm trying to hug it out man hug it out but the holiday season it's it's a time what a time to be alive can you believe pearl i'm looking at my cat right now laying in bed can you believe it's almost 2023, Pearl? She's not even waking up. It's insane that the year is almost over. You know, I do have to say, I think this year was better than last year, and especially 2020. I think everybody can agree that 2020 was a bit rough. I think everybody involved, which is everybody, can say, fuck 2020 very confidently. <laughs> but New Year's Eve, a New Year's man, you say, Raven, what are you doing for New Year's? I have no idea. Honestly, I'm just trying to get through Christmas. And you say, oh, Raven, what are you going to do for New Year's kiss? Honestly, probably going to kiss my cats. And if I decide to go out, I'll still be kissing my cats because I'm going to bring them because they love New Year's Eve. Just kidding. I would not bring my cats in public like that. It would not be okay. (laughs) But yeah, you know, I don't really know what I'm doing for New Year's. A friend of mine's having a party. Might go to that for a little bit. There's a thing going on in downtown. It's always, you know, I just got to figure it out as it gets closer. And it's just cold. It's cold, man. It's so, it's, it's cold outside. Then <laughs> It's like, I'm in that point in my life where I'm going to wear a jacket and I'm going to bring a jacket and I'm going to hold it. I'm going to complain about holding it, but I'm going to bring the jacket because I'd be complaining more and not having the jacket. I went out this past Saturday. I went out to see Jessica Oddfried, which side tangent within a side tangent within a side tangent. She, I tagged her in my Instagram post and she commented on it and I totally fucked up what I was saying and just like auto-corrected into just blah bullshit. And I didn't realize it until afterwards. And like, I can't delete the comment and redo it. Like it just, but, oh my God, how cool. But went to a show on Saturday had no idea what to wear because it's going to be hot because I'm going to be aggressively throwing my body around throughout my neck. Not mad about it. Um, aggressively throwing my body around and I'm going to be sweaty, but it's like 40 some odd degrees outside. So I settled with a bodycon silk dress with this crop hoodie on and what I ended up, it had chains and what I ended up doing was just taking my arms out of the sleeves <laughs> And wrapping them around my arms and just dancing with them or like spinning around really fast. And it was kind of like a like blades, you know, like in a helicopter blades kind of thing. Uh, So, yeah, it's all about finding that balance and it's cold. So maybe I'll go out. I don't know. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But there's going to be no New Year's kiss. Maybe I'll get to kiss Tikra if her boyfriend's not around or I can kiss her after her boyfriend. I'm okay with having her having her 
second. <laughs> but I'm, I'm really excited for this year. You know, I'm going to turn 30 this year. I'm really excited. I'll be 30 in July. Honestly, I'm stoked to be 30. I feel that I know, I know, correction, I know I'm going to fucking peak in my 30s, man. And it's just, it's all going to work out. It's all going to come together. It's going to be great. No matter how it ends up, no matter which way the wind blows me and life takes me, it's going to work out because it always does. So there's no really, there's no need to stress. Um, but yeah, New Year's Eve, New Year's resolutions. What are we, what are we all doing with those? You know, New Year's resolutions, most of them are broken within like the first month or something. Like people get through January and they're like, all right, that's it. And I get that, you know, it's, uh, it's hard to be consistent and it's hard to set goals. And I want to talk about for a little bit goal setting and manifestation. So Queen Herbie, if you have not listened to her music, I highly suggest it. I'm sure you've heard her on TikTok with the coming with the bad bitch magic, but about a bad bit a bit of host for that. She fucking raps. She's awesome. She has a song about having a sugar daddy and having him pay for her bills. Like she's just a bad bitch. So she came out with a podcast called house of Herbie and I am obsessed. They just finished their first season. It's 14 episodes, I believe. And I have re-listened to the manifestation episode probably four times now. And I'm a weirdo when it comes to like music and podcasts and stuff. And I don't re-listen to podcasts for whatever reason. I can't tell you why. I have listened to this manifestation one like four or five times while I'm at the gym, while I'm driving, and I am just really trying to lock down how to manifest and how to set goals and how to set myself up for success because I have all the tools. I know how to do it, but I just can't stick with it. And I would say my problem and a lot of people's problems when it comes to setting goals and their new year's resolutions is that you're setting these really big long-term goals. It's important to set smaller goals along the way that build you up to that one big goal. Um, cause then what happens with me is when you don't achieve this really big goal right out of the bat, super quick, or it doesn't happen exactly how you want it to, you get upset and you feel like you failed and you're, di- you're a disappointment and you're like, well, I suck. I, can't do that fail like no you're setting yourself up for failure and giving yourself an outlandish goal and giving yourself no way to do it and when it comes to manifesting you you really have to know what you want and that's what I've been trying to figure out exactly lately of what do I want my life and my future to look like what do I want it to feel like what do I want it to smell like what type of clothes am I wearing what does my hair look like where am I living what am I doing for work how am I making money what's making me happy and you know over these past couple weeks I've been really thinking about it and it may sound silly but I want to have a career and a life where I can have fake nails and I really enjoy getting my nails done. I consider myself very feminine. I don't think I'm masculine. Like, yes, sometimes I dress like a boy in like hoodies and a sweats, but like still like I feel very feminine and I'm just a large lady. You know, I got big old paws and big old hands and especially with the work that I'm doing now, it's very physical. It's very hands-on and my hands are so cut up and I have all these scratches and bruises. I cut the shit out of my pointer finger last week and I can't have nails with this job. 
it's just not feasible. I've tried it. I break them and I've ripped off my real nail multiple times, not at this work, but just in the past of existing with fake nails, but not having my, and just something about having your nails done. I literally can feel the power in me growing and I will conquer the world and my nails are going to look fleeky. So I am at a position I've been with my job for almost 10 years now where I'm going to start looking for a new job and a new career that allows me to have my nails done. So when it comes to manifesting, it's visualizing what you want. Okay. I want to have a career. I don't know what in that's okay, but I want to have a career of some sort where I'm making six figures and I'm able to have fake nails. So what you have to do is imagine what that feels like. Imagine what, when you have your thing, for me, it's fake nails, how it makes me feel to have fake nails, like the bad bitchery, the extraness that comes up inside of me, the, the more feminine I feel, I feel like my pictures look better, just like everything with it. I feel, I think about that feeling. And then I think about what it would feel like to make six figures consistently and like have that be a stable source of income the relief I would feel, the stress that I wouldn't have to stress about, you know, not having anxiety when it comes to bills and worrying about things or being not being able to do things with friends because it's like, oh, like I'm really trying to save money right now and like be good with my bills and I just can't hang out and do that. Like you want to come over and I'll feed you and I'll like cook you dinner. We can hang out and get high. Like I can afford that. So it's imagining it, feeling it, smelling it, tasting it. And then this is a part that I'm still trying to figure out how exactly to do myself, but you have to let it go. And then you have to not really think about it and you have to just release it to the universe and you have to be okay with whatever outcome happens because what's going to happen is going to happen. You, and now this is where it gets kind of, kind of tricky and Queen Herbie and Jedi Nick talk about this of this is a weird spot because she says there's five steps to manifesting from like three to four of like figuring out what you want, visualizing it, having all those feelings and emotions and then releasing it and trying to not think about it. But it's more so of just letting go of it and letting go of the situation and the things that you want to manifest and the goals you want to set, they're not out of necessity or out of stress. So like, okay, you want to make more money. Why? Well, I want to make more money so I can pay off my debt. Why? Because paying off my debt will give me less stress in my life. Why? Because I have $60,000 combined of school debt and my car, my credit card debt. And if I didn't have that, my life would feel better. Why? And having less bills, I would feel less stress. And so just like keep breaking it down on the why. So if you want to manifest money, don't ask for money because then the universe is, you need to not ask for money. You need to ask for the things that you want to buy with money and like the security and the stability that being financially stable will bring you. Why do you want to have less bills? Because it would cause less stress on you from day to day. Why that cause you? And so in like, and you having less stress on you, then maybe I don't have kids, but maybe your kids won't stress you out as much because when you go to the grocery store, they just want to buy all the things and you feel bad telling them no because you can't afford like shit like that. Or you want to go out with your friends and you can't. So you're 
you know, stress about different things. And it's just important to think about it. And it's important to, to know what you want. You know, I, I think when all of us think about like, what do you want? Like, I want to be happy. Well, duh, nobody wants to be unhappy. What does being happy mean? Does that mean financial security? Does that mean no debt? Does that mean a roof over your head? Does that mean having a roof over your head, but it's your own roof that you own? You know, the, the universe is going to give you what you want, but they're going to give it to you exactly how you say it. So if you say, I want a roof over my head, and then like you're trying to find somewhere to live and you want to buy a house, but you don't say that you want to buy a house. You say you want a roof over your head. Well, you'll find a place to live, but you'll be renting. So you have to be particular. Like I want to have a job where I make six figures so I can experience financial financial security. So I have the ability to pay off my debt that I owe to people. And in being financially secure, I am the type of person of where I eat, when I eat, all of my friends eat. So I am worthy. That's a big thing too. You have to let go of any doubt in your mind that you aren't worthy for what you want. So I am worthy to be financially stable and secure and successful because I will then in turn continue the karmatic cycle and help my friends, family, and my community in any way that I can. If it's getting a homeless person water or helping a friend out when they're short on bills or something or something comes up and they need, I want to be able to be that person for people to help people out if they need it and have the financial security to do it. Now don't come asking me to borrow money and not pay me back. I got no fucking money to share right now. <laughs> I am baroque. Your bitch is poor. But when I have money, I'll spend it on my money. I'll spend it on my friends. And sometimes it's bad, but it's like, I want to go and do these things. Or like with my roommate, we go out to dinner from time. We haven't done it in a while, but I'll come home and be like, Hey, we were talking about so-and-so the other day. Let's go. My treat. Or like, hey, out and about, and I saw this, and it made me think of you, so I got it for you. Like, little things like that are reasons why I want to be financially secure. And so a big thing is letting go of that self-doubt that you are worthy of whatever it is you want. So an exercise that I want us all to do, and maybe you even write into me on Instagram, Raven After Dark Pod. <laughs> I forgot what my handle was for a second. <laughs> I'm not high, you're high. Write into my Instagram and tell me what you want to manifest for 2023 and what your goals are. And send me your goals. And then in a year from now, let's follow up and we'll fucking see if you achieved your goals. I want to do this. My friends and I used to do this in high school. I had a little girl gang, TCA, shout out. Uh, <laughs> we used to write letters to our future selves a year from now and like where we are cur- and they'd be like letters man they'd be pages pages front and back we would just sit at my house by my fireplace and just fucking write these to ourselves and we'd put them in a box and not open them for a whole year and then open them and be like where are we now what was important to us and where did we think we'd be a year from now and just kind of hold ourselves accountable and then it's just curious too to see you know what actually happened in the year and what was important and what wasn't so I just encourage you all you know they say new year new me nah new year same bitch it's just a 2.0 version 2023 is going to be a great year we're all going to manifest we're all going to get our goals we're all going to be successful we're all going to be wealthy whatever you want to happen in life it's going to happen I send you all the good vibes all the juju, 
everything. You can do it. Do it to it. Baby girl, baby boy, baby cow, whatever the fuck you identify as. But I um I think that wraps up this uh solo episode. I um again, sorry about last week that I didn't put one out, but you know, life just kind of got out got in the way and that happens sometimes and we're pushing forward and chugging along. So I love you guys. I appreciate you. Tell your friends, tell your moms, write your letters to me, write your letters and send them to me by the end of the year and let's hold each other accountable. And maybe we can even do like a six month check in, you know, we can see where we are halfway. We can do a half Christmas and see where we all are in July and ooh, right before my 30th birthday. Ooh, ooh. I think I'm gonna go to Greece for my birthday, Greece or Hawaii. But after watching White Lotus, I really want to go to Greece, even though they're in Italy and Sicily. It's just the whole area that is just gorgeous. And I want to go on a yacht, but not with people I don't know. Bum, bum, bum. Watch White Lotus if you haven't. All right, bitches. I love you. I appreciate you. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Make sure you tell somebody you love them. Make sure you give somebody a hug. Call your mom. Call your dad. Call your sister call your brother, call whoever, call somebody and tell them that you love them and that you're grateful for them. Thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out. And I will see you next week. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.